Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas, Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop. Who's your favorite writer, Schmoop? You two are definitely good. Outside of that, I have to say Rudyard Kipling. Now you've beaten me and flayed me by the grace of God that may be. You're a better man than me, Ungaden. <laughs> and now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola, and welcome to another exciting <laughs> edition of I'm with Stupid, a.k.a. IWS Radio. This is J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting next to me a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, one of God's own prototypes, a high-powered mutant of some kind, never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. It's Matman, bitches. If I were a blank piece of paper, I would want Matman to whip out a pen and write all over me. Cheers! Mm. Greetings! And as Jay said, welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matman. Coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And J-Man. I hear how Smoop said in your intro that we were two of the best writers ever. Yeah. Yeah, threw you a little curveball on that intro, didn't I? Yeah, well, she's going to think, I think she's going to throw us a little curveball in her report later. (laughs) Oh, well, these things happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little shout out to uh, the late great Hunter S. Thompson, using his words there. The uh, the description. Mhm. Mhm. And thanks to the lovely Shannon for doing the little applause do. line this week. Yeah. 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 There you go. Mixing it up a bit. I like and shout Shannon. Out to and- I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. like Shannon. Great. I'm in a committed marriage for years. So. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. Absolutely. And shout out to uh, every nobody in the chat room. Yeah, no one's in the chat room, but there is someone listening on their phone, J-Man. Oh, there is. Isn't there? Mhm. And, and I would just like to tell them, like to tell the lovely Miss Jamie, I am sipping on a Molson Ice right now in her honor. Mm-hmm. Take a sip of that and think of her. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. 
So how's it going? How, how's your week been, Matt? Um, not bad. Weather-wise, it was not unbearable in the beer mine. Mm-hmm. Kind of sunny. Sunny most of the week. Not kind of temperate, kind of average. Not bad. Had a couple warm days, relatively, actually. Mm-hmm. Although I did have a have had a little jokester come through the the beer mine Friday afternoon, Jay man. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a big pick 'em up truck. You know, one of those eight foot tall pickup trucks. Right. Right. Yeah, and they all got out of they had. I'm thinking just got out of Clark County Joint Vocational School on their way home and stopped through the beer mm-hmm. mine to <laughs> get a pack of smokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went up there, and I saw the kid, the driver. I, I saw he had his driver's license ready, and um, he wanted a pack of Marlboro Menthols. I said, okay, can I see your ID? And he, he had it ready, and he handed it to me. And it said something like um, eight sixteen ninety six, to which I told him, "Well, you're not eighteen. I can't sell them to you." And he said, "Well, I'm gonna be." <laughs> well, you can't argue with that logic. Well, no, you couldn't. And I thought it was funny that he had his ID ready. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to see that I'm not eighteen. Well, obviously what he hoped was that you would, you know, you would take the ID, look at it, and you'd be on video looking at the ID. You know, yeah, yeah. Powers that be would, uh, would, would see you looking at it. But, you know, with your luck, the first time you go ahead and sell someone cigarettes like that, he'll pull out and some asshole from undercover TV <laughs> will pull in behind him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was thinking I, I should have told him. I should have told the dude, well, you'll be 22, 21 at some point, too. Here, I'll get you a case of beer. Exactly. Can't have cigarettes without beer. That's right. And the best thing was, there was like four people standing around when this happened, so we all all had a good laugh, so he flipped us all off as he drove out. Oh, man. See, people just, they're so sensitive. I know, so that made us laugh even louder. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there in spring tucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. a big redneck truck. Yeah. Didn't All have right. a gun rack, gun rack or rebel flag on it, but, you know, still yeah. a monster truck. You'd have to put, put those on if he wanted to come down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that was the highlight of the week at the beer mine. Mm-hmm. Well, did you have your uh, your President's Day breakfast with Rhino? I had that. It was um, it was very low key. Mm-hmm. Kind of met about eight o'clock at Frisch's Big Boy, and we both ordered the breakfast bar, and he told me life's great, yeah. and how he's a chick magnet, and. Yeah, yeah. All I could enjoying, all I could enjoying do college. Oh, yeah, he's having a good time. He's doing well, surprisingly yeah. enough. <coughs> oh, I did. <coughs> I did let him know because I was looking at his his beautifully round head because, you know, his mom and I 
We turned him twice a night every night when he was growing up. <laughs> that is a well-sculpted head right there. But I, I, I made it a point to point out to him that, um, you know, looking at your hair, dude, you're going to be bald long before I was. I bet that boy's got five years on me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's good that you yeah, guys didn't got get a card. Got, yeah. yeah, it didn't get a card or anything. Or happy Your birthday. You know what's funny? He never. Yeah, he never asked me what I'm doing or anything. He just tells me about what he's doing. You know, be nice once in a while. Yes. Yeah. All about him. Yeah. Guess that's yeah. the way. It, should be. So, yeah, I guess nice. so. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you had a good breakfast. Oh, yeah. And you, how was your week? Anything exciting happen? Uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty quiet. Pretty quiet week here. Uh, we hit yeah. the warm. Had some days where it even hit 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's windy. nice. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, it was windy, it? though. Ooh, yeah. You know, I love that you're sitting there at a, at a red light, and all of a sudden the car just starts kind of shaking like there's a UFO above you about to suck you up <laughs> mm-hmm. or something because the wind is blowing so hard. But mm-hmm. had to put out the old, uh, you know, lake wind advisory. Of course. Stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah. Make sure people stay careful out there. But, yeah, it was it was a nice week. It's turned cold this weekend. It's going to be a little cold this week. Oh, yeah, it's going to get cold. We're going to get single digits again here. We're all pretty excited well, yeah, about that. Well, yeah, that's what uh, Kirk was telling me. He's he's uh, We'll, do, we'll really? do the weather report here in a little bit. Yeah, he's yeah, and, and Kirk's a little upset about a couple of things, too. So he, he was insistent that we do, do the weather this week. So we'll get to that. All right. We don't want to mess with no. him. No, you don't want to get on his bad side. No. And Jamie's that, wandered though, into, like a, into the chat room, and a guest yeah, along with came the guest. in right behind yeah. yeah, She's got a stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, but like I said, other than that, nothing really, nothing big, nothing major happened this week. Yeah. It's pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah. So, there we go. Nothing Although, Jamie, Something something kind of excited happened to IWS Radio this week. Well, it did. It did. We, there was kind of a, a, an incident, which uh, the, uh, the IWS Radio uh, signal was, was sent up by a friend of ours. In need. Yeah, but before that, J-Man, IWS Radio topped half a million Oh, well, yeah. For the week? Wow. Oh, no, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, you yes, know, those first do. two or three years don't count. Well, you know, when you're doing a 45-minute you know, show and you've got, you know, 12 people listening, it takes a while to build up. 
a long while, as it turns out. The long, mm-hmm. hard climb uphill in the snow against the wind. That could be to the top would, of the mountain. That would be a good song, song title. <clears throat> against the wind. <laughs> That'll be the uh, title of our book, the IWS Memoirs, Against the Wind. <laughs> Against the Wind. But as you were, you should continue. You were going to bring something else up, something oh, major. Yeah, the, this week. The, there was there was an incident, a situation, a little dust up, a little dust up, a little kerfuffle. <laughs> our good friend. Angie still holds the holds oh, yeah. the record for the uh, highest rated show in the history of IWS Radio, the uh, Near- Lesbian Extravaganza. Please. Yep, nearly seventeen thousand listens on that show. Yep. Um, had a situation where she uh, ordered some flowers for her beloved wifey Macy, mm-hmm. who we're also a big fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, they arrived. Dead. Late. All shriveled up. Yeah, late yep. and dead. And, uh, and, dead. and uh, needless to say, Angie wasn't particularly happy about this. <laughs> that nor either, she, the late or dead part. <laughs> yep. And uh, so she called them up, and uh, they were less than helpful when she called them the first time. They were In rather fact, condescending, rather rude. Yeah. The guy told her that the, she needed to give the flowers time to rejuvenate, as if yeah, it's like you telling know. your wine to breathe. Oh no, they'll, they'll pop right back up. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, those are zombie roses. Yeah. Those are zombie roses. They'll be okay. Uh huh. Yeah, a little mist over it, and they should be just uh-huh. fine. That's right. So then she. Uh, Exasperated, she took a screen grab of what was supposed to be the order and a picture of what she got, <laughs> put those together, posted them on the Internet, on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, we retweeted and uh, tweeted uh, from you flowers, told them that was unacceptable, they were going to have to do something. And, mm-hmm. then, uh, and then you posted on Friday your uh, displeasure. With from you flowers. Yes, I on did. On the blog at iwsradio.com. Iws, yeah, iwsradio.com. Sorry to talk over you there. That's all right. And uh, yeah, there's so uh, there's there has been a resolution in this matter. We were tweeted <laughs> from you flowers. Were tweeted you and iws uh-huh. radio that the matter had been resolved <laughs> with the customer. As if that was good enough. To which you responded, J-Man. To which you responded, we will decide when this matter is resolved. (laughs) Which I loved. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you don't think we were carrying this through showtime, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We don't just let a grudge go before it's showtime. No, 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 no. No. I don't care if you settle it or not. We've got it. It's part of the show. There's 20 minutes we got to fill. <laughs> That's right. We got plans. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, they did uh, they did replace them with uh, another set of flowers, two of which had bloomed, and the rest were just little buds. <laughs> oh, very good. And uh, and and Angie was given a full refund, also. Refund. Yes. After, after a, after a little more push, <laughs> just one last mm-hmm. push. So anyway, which uh, which demonstrates radio the once power. again. Yep. Mhm. Once again, demonstrates the power of IWS radio. Standing up for the little guy. Yep, mm-hmm. sticking it to the man. That's right. Basically, basically we are the Ukrainian protesters, and from you flowers are uh, Viktor Yanukovych. Uh-huh. And I got a little and something to say about their name, the name of their company to begin with, from youflowers.com. <laughs> That's just a stupid name. And I'll tell you why it's a stupid <laughs> name, because when I was labeling my pictures on Friday's post at IWSradio.com, I kept putting down, for you flowers, because that makes sense. Right. Not from you, right. flowers. Oh. Exactly, and in fact, the first time I tweeted your uh, your your blog post, I put for you flowers, and I had to go in and delete it and redo it. I know because, because their name you can tell right by the name they're just not right. They're just they're something right. not right. Yeah. Oh, boy, exactly. You, you know they could they could have a company them. motto though. From you flowers. No, no, is that right? For you flowers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm all confused again. These, these flowers are from you. No, they're not. Wait, they're for you. No, they're for. Yeah. For you, flowers. dot com. For you, our flowers would die, which they did in Andy's case. <laughs> <laughs> and they could use the Prince song. I would die for uh-huh. you. Yeah. <laughs> See, for you, flowers. dot com. Our customer service. <laughs> is buried deeper than the roots of our tulips. <laughs> and marketing genius. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's somebody at From You Flowers that's probably listening right now, and he's like writing all this down. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> Not that they'll do uh-huh. anything about it. No, 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 no. No. So anyway... Uh, I'm glad that situation was resolved. Yep. In uh, because Angie's in Angie's buddy. favor, because that's right. We're gonna we're gonna defend her. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, she's working tonight, so she wasn't able to come on the show talk about it. But that's okay. We were gonna talk about it anyway. <laughs> that's right. And plus, you know, J Man. She had the courtesy to tell us that she'd be working and unable to listen. Unable, mm-hmm. unlike um, unlike um, for you flowers who, you know, if that was the case with them, they wouldn't say a thing. They just no, go about the business. They're bad, bad business. That's right. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Once again, and look. Yep, people out there, you're listening. You're, uh, you know, the man is sticking it to you. Give us a call. We're here for you. Yeah. IWS Radio is the equalizer in your life. <laughs> we are. We 
We stand up for truth, justice, and the American way. Right. Or something. Yeah, something like that. And if we can get a few hits out of the deal, that's all the better. Exactly. <laughs> and we will be talking about that, you know. Yes, uh, we will. Clickbait and hits here in a little while. <laughs> but we got some breaking news, Matt. Oh. People Magazine is reporting that Aaron Andrews will replace Brooke Burke as host of Dancing with the Stars. That's huh. it. <laughs> That's it? I know. You, yeah, you were you were really kind of expecting something bigger than that, weren't you? <laughs> Well, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe you were expecting something a little, I don't know, more interesting. <laughs> but that's it. That's the only breaking news. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah. I know, but I just wanted to use the breaking news sound file. So, so they're um, replacing an attractive woman with one who is less attractive. Yeah. I'm not a big Aaron Andrews fan. But. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I cough there. Boy, I know. Hold a mat right it's there. Been a little on the, uh, the wind, you know, that stirred up the allergies this week. Doing some coughing, some sneezing. <laughs> and oh, Jamie uh, said. Jamie said that she had a tough time getting into the chat room tonight. Mm, well, I see several guests have wandered in now, so yeah, so apparently maybe BTR was a problem earlier. Yeah. BTR was up to their old tricks. Oh, they're sneaksters. They're slicksters. They yeah, you just never know what they're going to do next. However, we but have to give them uh, a shout out, hey, man. We do. See, we're we going to be nice. We're going to be. Yep. A staff pick, and you think about that. Normally, you know, if you go into like Barnes and Noble, or, you know, bookstore, or something like that, and you see here's the the shelf with the staff picks. It's books already written. But BTR is so confident in this show tonight that they made it a staff pick before we even did it. Yeah. Which is funny because we <laughs> could like, really screw them over if we wanted to. <laughs> Boy, could we? Without much effort at all, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we won't because we love BTR and BTR loves us and we have a great marriage. Uh, especially when especially when renewal time's coming up. <laughs> yeah. That's why Here's they featured us feature. today, man. Yeah. Here's an extra, because, you know, what was it, uh, two weeks ago, out of the blue, we were uh, on their Today's Best Yeah. on Monday. You know, all of a sudden yeah. there we were, front page. So, boy, when you're within 30 days of renewal, all of a sudden, they pay some attention to your ass. That's right. Yeah, they're sending emails going, hey, God, you guys have gotten so funny, and you're looking good, too. <laughs> what, hell, we'll both probably get emails from Alan Levy here in the next couple of days. <laughs> man, you've been working out? Look at you, man. <laughs> And we have another something special this week. Oh, and what's that? 
our friend Aunt Jackie got the old karaoke machine out. She's a nut like that. Yep, she's doing some music for us, and uh, it was actually initially going to be used on the Valentine's show, or the show right. after Valentine's Day, but we had some problems, mm-hmm. and Jackie wasn't feeling well, and she, you know, and you understand how that goes, the old voice goes. So, but anyway, we wanted no, to go ahead me? and do this no. show. <laughs> yeah, well. And uh, but we wanted to go ahead and do it and do this song and it still works because we were just talking about Valentine's Day and Macy and, and Angie and their their beautiful marriage and their less and, than uh, beautiful flowers. Yeah, and their less than beautiful flowers and from you flowers is desperate yet feeble attempts to keep Angie as a customer. <laughs> so Angie, Macy, this goes out to you. Aunt Jackie singing Al Green's classic, Let's Stay Together.
Oh yeah. Let's turn the lights Are you down the low. Love now? Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm feeling. I got the lights turned down. I'm feeling like Venus flytrap in here. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Or the, uh, what was his name, Tim Fields? Was it Tim Fields? Saturday Night Live, The Silent Storm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking his Cavassier. Uh-huh. Tim Meadows, Tim Meadows. Tim, Tim Meadows, Tim Meadows, that's right. Yeah, Fields, Meadows. <laughs> I think um, all right. Well, wasn't Venus Flytrap his last name Fields? They all look alike. Jamie. Uh, I, I get confused. What? Reed, <laughs> Reed, Tim Reed, yeah. Reed, yeah. Still out there, still, still, uh, still working, still doing stuff. He and uh, oh, I whatever. He and some other dude are still out there on the road doing the two man show, well, Ebony and Ivory type show or something. Right. Yeah. In fact, it kind of peaked like two or three years ago. I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. So, there's so that. Thank you so much to, to uh, yeah. <laughs> late, great Tim Reed. <laughs> the late, great Tim Reed. <laughs> and the late, great next to Fred Bonner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, we want to give a shout-out and uh, uh, thanks to uh, Aunt Jackie for that outstanding rendition oh, of yeah. Stay Together. Wonderful. She's she's awesome. And we may have her back next week. Right. And every week and after that. I can't wait till every Daylight Saving Time back. on the 9th. I bet she has a sexy daylight saving time song. <laughs> Something like that. She might have a, a song, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, Don't let right. the sun go well, down on me. She could sing that for daylight saving time. She could. She could. Don't let your sun go down. No, the sun. Right. Easy. Easy. <laughs> um, well, that you know, got the lights turned down. The mood. Yeah. So, so anyway, this will uh, you'll like this, Matt. Okay. Here in the uh, greater Redneckville area, we are very cultured people, you know. Oh, I know. And uh, and I know one of your favorite writers of all time is Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I love him. The Ozarks Arts Council, in association uh-huh. with the theater company, presents oh, <laughs> Dinner Time with Oscar Wilde. Wow. The dinner theater is going to do the importance of being earnest mm-hmm. as a dinner theater play. $40 per person for a five-course meal, Matt. Ooh, that's wow. not bad. Or only to, only twenty if you just want dessert. Wow, plus a show. February. 
Yep, February 27th through March the 2nd at 12 Oaks. Wow. Now that dinner goes, is that the dinner too? It goes all those days? You can stay all that time and eat? <laughs> Just eat for five days? No, you have to come back. No, no, okay. Well, that's not as good a deal as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, they could have made it better. <laughs> but anyway, I thought you'd find that interesting, and, you know, if, too bad no, you don't it's kind of, I, I, live closer. That'd be I'm kind of surprised that, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised that, that they picked Oscar Wilde down there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they won't be picking it's Oscar Wilde in Arizona, day. will they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably against the law no, in Arizona God, now. No. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I thought we'd kick off the writing portion of the show, the show topic with that. Unless yeah. you had uh, anything else you needed to uh, bring up, discuss. No, I think I'm good. Questions, comments, complaints? Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm ready I'm ready to sink my teeth into this writing topic. Oh, I know. It's pretty exciting stuff. Because you and I write every day. Well, every other day. Yeah, pretty much. On the old website, which you can find at iwsradio.com. And then you'll see our our brilliant uh, talents on display. Naked, some days, bare, uh, and out there. Yeah, some days it's uh, in list form. <laughs> some days <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yeah, some, some days, days it's, it's uh, in my girlfriend's leaving me again form. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's uh, sad and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but always entertaining. Usually entertaining. Well, we do the best we can. Somewhat. And uh, well, I tell you, Matt, I tell you what. I, uh, speaking of writing, I noticed on Facebook yes. that uh, a good friend of ours has uh, published a book. And I know oh, you're a big who? fan. No, oh, Scott Oglesby. Yeah. Oh. He took really? his uh, yes, much of his blog that he wrote when he lived in Spain and. Uh, and funny uh-huh. anecdotes and stories and essays and what have you. Uh, and mm-hmm. he put it all together and has uh, published a book titled Lost in Spain. <laughs> well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can get that at Amazon, of course, if you like. <laughs> Can't wait. I'll pick yeah, that up right away. Thought you might. Yep, published in, uh-huh. in paperback. It's not one of those e-books. I know you're not a fan of that. I know you want the book in your hands. I want the hard copy. <laughs> That's right. You want to be able to smell that book. <laughs> smell it, feel it, just immerse mm-hmm. myself in it. Yeah, have it lying there on your chest when you fall asleep. Drop it on the floor when you roll over. Oh, roll over. Mm-hmm. Roll over. Yeah. Oh, That's great. Yeah, you want those Austin, Spain. Doggy. You want to dog ear those pages that uh, that you enjoyed, and you go back and reread them. Underline stuff, right in the margins. This is bullshit. <laughs> stuff like that. 
Well, you know who, who I... never writes bullshit day, man? Who's that? Well, she should write she should write her own book. That's Tammy Tibbles. Oh God, yes. Let's see what Tab Tammy has to offer. Take time to love with Tammy Tibbles. Every morning that you open your eyes is your gift. You only get this one life, so make it everything you could ever want, dream of, or ever imagine it being. Yesterday is gone, so learn from it. Today is here, so live it up. Get ready for your tomorrows. Make them the best ever. One of the most precious gifts we're given is time. Once it's gone, you'll never get it back. So make every minute count. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> make every minute count. That's right. <laughs> I never thought of life that way. No. <laughs> kind of a live for the moment thing. Live for today. Yeah, that's kind of new and cutting edge. Yeah. You want to stay in the moment, to be present. <laughs> you know, funny thing, Jay, man. A couple minutes mm-hmm. ago, my, um, you know, you get this little ring when you got call waiting and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know who it was? Who? Party Marty. No, oh, you're kidding. No, the man. <laughs> whom I at WS Radio has never been able to track down on the show. Who has never, never answered his, his phone. phone during a show. <laughs> yeah. He will not answer his phone in four years. <laughs> and I can tell you right now what he's doing, Jay, man. He, he's laughing. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we're laughing too, because kind of it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so. And you uh, know who else is? You know who else is laughing, J-Man? Who? <laughs> nobody. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> Never mind. I can't find it. <laughs> okay. So never mind. Right. What were you gonna say? I don't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just start out. Who gets to call yes. themselves a writer, Matt? Has it gotten well, out of hand? I haven't gotten out of hand. Anyone who writes can call themselves a writer. Mm-hmm. But there's degrees of that. Right. Are you a good writer? <laughs> Are you a terrible writer? Are you a casual writer? Uh, average writer? Easy average writer? writer? Easy writer! <laughs> <laughs> That's what Peter Fonda would be. That's right. Are you a paperback writer? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, it does seem to have gotten to the point 
And of course, there's a lot of people out there who will say, oh, no, no, if you haven't been published, if you haven't been paid to write, then you're not a writer. But I would disagree with that. I do, too. Uh, because you, yeah. and, you and I are published every day. Sure. We're self-published. Yeah. But um, it has kind of gotten to the point where it's kind of like photographer. Everybody with a camera <laughs> calls themselves a photographer. I have four cameras. Well, I have well, yeah. two cameras. I have a camera on my cell phone, a camera on my tablet. I'm not a photographer. I'm not any good at it. If I get one that looks really good, it was by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I understand what you're saying. However, though, yeah. in the moment that you are taking that picture, whatever it may be, you Technically. are. A photographer, exactly. Technically, okay. Maybe so. Just like writing. When you write, what are you doing? Who are you? You're You're writing. You're writing. You're a writer. Yeah. 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 You're performing surgery, you're a surgeon. Exactly. (laughs) You're making art. Just like when Snoop, when she's laughing, she's a laugher. So when you're writing, she's a laugher. Right. And of course, that's getting into the very strict definition of the words. And uh, you had a little experience with that in the last week. <laughs> really? Yeah. You may have noticed that yeah, on your Facebook page. <clears throat> last, uh, ooh, I guess it was last Sunday night when you, oh. uh, you posted on Facebook that you were just, uh, you had your feet up and you were peddling. Can you believe that? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, and uh, apparently, yeah, Go ahead. this caused quite the, quite the, uh, uh, controversy. The consternation. Yeah, the controversy. People yeah. got quite upset about it. Went a little crazy. Some people, uh, insisted that you, uh, said that you were sitting there peeing. Right. <laughs> that you were urinating. You were relieving yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I was, accept. but that's not the reason I used the word piddling. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was clear in the context of what you wrote that you were indicating that you were not doing anything at all. You were wasting time. Yeah, I was just you hanging were... out. <clears throat> Lollygagging. Lollygagging, very good. I almost used that word too. You are correct. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but uh, it did. Uh, people insisted. No, no, no. You are peeing. <laughs> no matter how many times you said no, I am just wasting time. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of funny Piddling about. to watch. Piddling about. Yeah. Yep. You got behind on your puttering and decided to piddle for a while. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> and, and you're quite correct. It was clear in my context what I meant. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is, J-Man, here's what's funny. People not only disagreed with my definition of piddle, they got mad about it. Right. That's what I was saying. That was That's weird. what was so funny about it. That's what I that's what I enjoyed so much was the uh the just the the the, the anger. The the fierce anger in which they demanded you acknowledge <laughs> that their definition of the word piddle is the correct one. No matter <laughs> They what wanted your me to rebuke was. myself in the name <laughs> of God. <laughs> they wanted you to get on your knees and admit that you were peeing when you took that picture of your feet up on your couch. <laughs> I know. Which, you know, had I actually been peeing, I would have taken a picture with my feet up on the couch while peeing. Yeah, if you could pee from your couch with your feet up, you would take a picture of that, no doubt about it. Just to shut them up. Here, you want that? There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> And in fact, I, somewhere on my Flickr page, I have a photo of, uh, of of my stream hitting the bullseye in the toilet. <laughs> and I should have gone and gotten it and posted it into that uh, <laughs> that discussion. Catch. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I'm not that quick. Yeah, you could have posted that picture and said, Matt's just piddling. I'm peeing. <laughs> <laughs> nice strong stream powerful stream the sign of a healthy man well of course <laughs> but actually it's amazing how often I see that how often people get angry at the way somebody uses a word that they don't want it used that way even <laughs> if it's a correct definition. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't understand. And in fact, sometimes people say, well, I don't really care what the definition of a word is. This is my definition of it. And people really get angry about that. Oh, yeah. Our, our good friend, uh, who is uh, currently in a secret accounting meeting probably, got quite angry over Barack Obama's use of the word empathy once. And uh, she, you know, posted the textbook definition of empathy and demanded that he stop using a different kind of definition on his own. Uh, He can't make up his own definition. It's not allowed. No, no. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. I might have egged that one on for a little while. (laughs) Oh, you? I can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Probably just a little bit. But anyway, well, you know what? That's writing. Going into the comment section, trolling somebody, you're writing. Yeah. In fact, yeah. if you're trolling, you're actually writing for a purpose. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Usually to tick someone <laughs> off, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. all you're doing is what every writer wants to do, elicit an emotion. Right. You, you want somebody to read it and react to it. Yeah. And we got a couple more guests in the chat room. This is looking pretty good tonight. Yeah, it's not bad. And thanks, everyone, yeah. for, for putting up 
putting out your lawn chair in the chat room and listening to Jay and Matt on yep. IWS Radio. And, of course, remember that if you would like to participate in the chat room, you can always go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It is free and easy, just like your hosts. Yes. And, and of course, always like us on Facebook at IWS Radio. Right. Facebook.com slash IWS Radio. There we are, our little Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Facebook is doing everything they can to destroy, to ruin. But we're fighting back. Because mm-hmm. just like for you flowers, God, I had to think about that again. For you flowers. From, from you flowers. From you flowers? From you flowers. Oh, yeah, it's from you. From you flowers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> so, uh, well, I'll tell you so what, what do you Jay do when man. you get. Oh, yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You had something you were. No, no, because I was going to jump into something new, and if you were still on something, go ahead. No, I'm not on something. Well, I am on something, but no, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask you uh, 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 what you do when you get writer's block. Um, Well, what I usually do, I pace, and then I pace some more. And then um, I, I do go through the Internet and read the news and read the news. And actually, J Man, once in a while, and you know me, I'll turn on the TV. Well, that's a desperate situation right there, isn't it? It is. You know, when I turn on the TV to get an idea, things aren't good. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a big big TV fan. Yeah, and that's the thing about writing a blog and the way we do it. We're, you know, every other day and we're kind of, there we are. We got to. We got a deadline. Yep. Sitting there, you're staring at the old... uh, screen and you're trying to think of something to write and you look up and it's 9.30 and you know now it's 10 o'clock and now it's 10.30 big white page <laughs> right and you gotta you gotta do something it's funny some people and you know what some writers say yes go ahead well I was gonna say some writers say that the, that the, they don't believe in it that's how they deal with writer's block they just say it doesn't exist and it's kind of mind over matter Mm-hmm. That's not correct. No. You know, and then no. other desperate situa- situations, I pull up cute calendar, which has all these holidays, your <laughs> holidays. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll use that. You Maybe always that'll do that. give me a funny idea. Yeah. You can go to the, uh, you can go on the internet and look for uh, news of the weird or news of the stupid. Yeah. Maybe give you an idea. Yeah. Some people say that, you know, just start typing, just stream of consciousness typing, just just to get, you know, get the mind moving. Well, and I will do that once in a while. I'll do a stream of consciousness. But I used to do them more often. I rarely do them now. I just, eh. Mm-hmm. Then again, and then I saw- when you're really blocked. When you're really blocked, you just put up pictures of Kate Upton, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh-huh. And the if you're really lucky, between... you can have a picture of Scarlett Johansson on Kate Upton. Uh-huh. That, would oh, be... that would you know. Do a little Photoshop work, and you can you can do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, well, that's the difference, you know, between blogging and and maybe you know sitting down and writing a short story or an essay or something like that. Is that uh, when you're blogging, even though all these people out there go, I write for myself. That's all. Yeah. They're lying. That's uh-huh. bullshit. Yes, they are. Everybody's gonna everybody's gonna throw some clickbait in there, and uh, if you can't really write about something that'll get a lot of clicks, then you, uh, you know, go with a picture of Kate Beckinsale or Miley. Yeah, or, yes. You know, it sets people off, gets people to clicking. In fact, sometimes I you can write a... Fun- uh, well, I, I just going to say, you could... You could... <laughs> I find it funny that people say... I find it funny that the people say they write for themselves or upset when... No one reads it. Right. <laughs> or they complain that other other blogs are getting so many more hits and they're so inferior. <laughs> exactly. They're not being real. Uh-huh. Not keeping it real, man. But I did see one, uh, one suggestion. Go ahead. I, I, I did see one good suggestion and I had hadn't thought of this and I might try it is that if you uh, have writer's block and you have a deadline on a blog, then uh, write a letter to someone. <laughs> that That's, that, I like that. Yeah. Kind of like that's what not I, bad. that's kind of like what I did Friday. Yeah. You wrote a letter to someone from someone yeah. to someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I might do For that. I just might do one of these days. One of these days, the sub in the, uh, the the title might be "Dear Dad," and you'll be, "Oh God, here we go." Oh God, that, yeah, that's <laughs> what I would say. <laughs> oh dear God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, you could sit down and you could write, "Dear Wife," and we'll be off, <laughs> off to the races. Oh. <laughs> You know, I may do that this week. Thank you, Jamin. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That could be that could be something. Because usually I just have a conversation between me and my imaginary friend if I'm really stuck. Really? Mm-hmm. What's your imaginary friend's name? If. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. It's, it's actually you very know. deep, if you think about it. Oh, I know it is. In fact... <laughs> Someone pointed that out this week, J-Man Oh, really? Oh, yeah um, you know, <laughs> Who was that? That would be Schmoop Oh And she had a little time on her hands So um, she recorded <laughs> a, a special message for IWS Radio Oh, I'm ready for it Hi all, Schmoop here. You know Schmoop, the official, adorable, unemployed loser of the IWS radio show. Well, when I heard that Jay and Matt were going to do a show about writing, I said to myself, 
Self, you can get off the unemployment dole and once again be a productive member of society by becoming a writer. I mean, seriously, how hard could it be? The only trick to becoming a successful writer is to write about what you know and you have experienced. For instance, I could write about this past Tuesday when I received a letter from the Ohio Attorney General's office stating that they will be withholding my state income tax refund. What would my storyline be on that? It would read like an ironic comedy of sorts and how Attorney General Mike DeWine thinks that withholding my $107 tax refund is a good first step toward paying off the nearly $300,000 in medical bills that I owe to OSU Medical Center. Ha! The climax of the story, which I will title, Losing Internal Organs Can Be Taxing, will be when I walk up to that sawed-off little bastard, get down on my knees, and then, BAM! Punch Mike DeWine right in his junk. Or, I guess I could write fiction instead and become America's next great novelist. Novelists get all the fame and glory as far as writers go because they are allegedly all deep and profound and shit. Like Steinbeck achieving fame after he wrote that novel about angry fruit and Hemingway being hailed because of his story about an old beach bum and his dinghy. Pfft. I could sure as hell outwrite those two ass clowns. Or maybe, if I got really ambitious, I could write cutting-edge satire like Jay and Matt. Like J-Man did. I could write about my imaginary friend named If. Ha! What the hell kind of name is If? Ooh, I get it. J used the I in imaginary and the F in friend. Clever. How long did it take you to come up with that, J-Man? Or I could be like Madman and write a hard-hitting political essay like you did earlier this week about crimes against humanity in North Korea. Yep. Matt pointed out the problems by referring to shit sandwiches and plate licking. And his solution to the crimes was to call Kim Jong-un a pussy. I am astonished that neither or both of these two awesome writers have yet to win a Pulitzer Prize. Good gravy! Between Matt, Jay, Hemingway, Steinbeck, and all of the other literary hacks out there, if I get into this writing career thing for reals, I'll be on the bestseller list every damn day. I'm going to have to give this writing shit some serious thought. Right after I eat some chicken nuggets and take a nap. For IWS Radio, this has been the adorable, unemployed loser schmoop begging you to quit sucking up all of my oxygen. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network, and I'm Naked. That was pretty uncalled for right there.
it was it was an interesting that's, yet albeit hurtful commentary. That's pretty hurtful. I, that's that's going to take a while to get over. And yeah, don't you remember the intro and how we were talking just a few days ago, how mm-hmm. you and I were mm-hmm. good writers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Now she's, now she's taking shots at us. Yeah. Unemployment, self-loathing, or emotional displacement. I don't know. I think that uh, maybe it all has just gone over her head. She couldn't quite grasp the deepness of. No, yes. I don't think she can. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think, uh, yeah, I think it just went right by her. Stood there at the plate with the bat on her shoulder and I just fired a fastball right by her there. Yeah. Or something like that. A 75 mile an hour fastball, because, and yet she still couldn't hit it. Right, right. <laughs> it was a Phil Negro fastball, and still. <laughs> it was a Jamie Moyer fastball. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, one of the great things about calling yourself a writer is that if somebody yes. doesn't like what you wrote, you get to immediately say, Oh, I guess it was just too deep for you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's how you get to def- deflect the criticism, <clears throat> no matter how bad it hurts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. You lose, you no, lose one reader. That's right. That's We've had happen. over a million people read read us at IWSRadio.com. Do we really need That's to? That's right. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. We've we've got we we've got stumble upon and Reddit yeah. to drive traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't really like to post to Reddit because they they, they really do tell me I suck there. <laughs> I mean, a lot. <laughs> that really does get hurtful. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Stumble upon." There's no, there's no place to comment. Thank God. Anyway, <clears throat> you know, really, there's only one thing that we can do after something like that, Matt. What's that? Well, now that now that we're all upset, now that we've you yes. know, we've been clobbered, we're going to have to sit down and we're going to have to uh, contemplate things, think things through. Maybe meditate. Maybe meditate a little and kind of get our mind yeah. set again. Luckily, get our soul, Martin is here for us. Souls back in balance. That's right. Luckily, Martin is here for us, and he has Excellent. a good one for us this week. Hi there again, everyone. Martin, from Martin's Mufflers and Meditation Emporium on the Bypass in Redneckville, Arkansas, here for IWS Radio. As a person who is given to meditation and contemplation, it should come as no surprise to you that I am a writer. Writers love solitude, deep thinking about big subjects, and pain. 
and while that pain is where much of the great art is created, we have to learn to deal with our very busy minds so that we can actually slow down enough to put our words together. And that's where I come in. Okay, let's all get comfortable. Let's lie down, sit back, whatever you prefer. As always, you're free to get naked like me. I find it's better to be free and vulnerable when meditating. I don't want to hide behind anything or have anything holding me back or anything like that. Let's close our eyes. Let's take a couple of deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Clear your mind of all the crazy thoughts and the fears. And just let your body drift through the air. It feels good, doesn't it? It feels good to just slow down and let the world happen to you. What world do you want to live in? A world where everyone is happy and beautiful? You can go there now. Where all the men look like Benedict Cumberbatch and all the women look like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model? Is that a great place? Maybe we need some diversity. We can do that. We're writers. We're creative. Let's create new characters. Let's get some older people. Some racial diversity. Let's not be too stereotypical. We don't want to do things simply. Our characters need to be deep and interesting. We'll make them come to life on the pages of our short stories. We need gays here. This isn't Arizona or Kansas. They're welcome here. Everyone is welcome here. You don't have to write from a place of pain and angst. You can write from a place of love and joy and happiness. It can be done. Your story doesn't have to be dark and brooding. It doesn't have to be post-apocalyptic. Writing is love, and love is beautiful. Let's just keep hanging out here in our happy place. There's no writer's block in our happy place. We aren't sitting there at our desk, staring hopelessly at a blinking cursor. Oh, sure, we'd love to open a bar named the Blinking Cursor, where writers could congregate every afternoon and have a few drinks and commiserate. Maybe there would be a jukebox full of jazz and blues music over in the corner. And, of course, a sexy and sassy bartender who's been everywhere and seen everything working behind the bar, laughing off all the romantic overtures from the men and maybe a few of the women. Yeah, that would be a great place. I would go there every day. I think I will. If nobody will open such a bar, and I have trademarked the name so I'm the only one who can, I'll just go there every evening during my very own personal happy hour. Okay, let's all open our eyes and come back to reality. But not real reality. Our reality. There are stories to be told. There are people to be entertained. And yes, there are deadlines that need to be met. But we can do it. We've seen how it can be done. And whenever you need to, you can just go to your happy place and you can get right back on track. For IWS Radio, this has been Meditations by Martin. 
Let's all be excellent to one another. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! All right. Yeah, Jay. I, mm-hmm. I, I almost can't move. I'm so calm right now. I know. It really helped put that ugliness behind us, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yep. And instead of ugliness, between Martin and the guy who just sauntered in, breaking down the doors of the chat room. Oh, yeah. I, I feel alive. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Hell yeah. Jesse Ferg lighting the place up. And yeah. also in the chat room, Man. Matt Mann. Yes. Yeah, Scarlet. I see that. Scarlet, Scarlet letters. letters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scarlet letters on her. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, she's awesome. Nice to see you around, Scarlet. Been a while. <laughs> hey, you know yes. what we could do? Well, what could we do? Open the phone lines? At Let's six, do six, that. At 661-244-9852. That's 661-244-9852. Call us in and tell us what you like about writing, maybe who your favorite authors are, who you hate. Favorite songwriters, mm-hmm. favorite screenwriters. I'll tell you what, Jay, man. I had an idea for a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm more of a, a book kind of guy, but once in a while I get I get into the visual thing, the mm-hmm. you know, motion picture thing. Well, you know, you had, a, you had a Bill Murray when he made his movie Meatballs. Right? Mm-hmm. Nice camp, oh, yeah. nice camp comedy, and then uh, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks made Spaceballs, pretty right. futuristic right. comedy. I was thinking about doing a documentary, maybe an animated documentary called Matt Balls, and be all about my balls. Maybe draw a little <laughs> funny faces on them and <laughs> take pictures yeah. of them. Dragging the car times of the day. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of him in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Matt balls. Take a picture of them when they're cold. <laughs> yeah, when they're cold. Yeah. When they're tiny. When they and just get out of the shower. <laughs> yeah. All dripping. You know, when wet. they got the shower, they're, right, they're wet, but they're warm and hanging loose. <laughs> feeling good. I could powder them. I could powder them. <laughs> Watch how happy they get when you lightly powder them with a little gold bond. Uh-huh. They don't only get happy, they tingle with gold bond. 
like pouring a bottle of fresca on them. <laughs> I cannot believe Gold Bond is not a sponsor of this show. I can't either. <laughs> Make your balls tingle with Gold Bond. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like it. I like it, Matt. I don't see why uh, you get Martin. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't get uh, uh God dang it. <laughs> why did why can't I remember anybody's name? Um Fahrenheit nine eleven. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> no, Fahrenheit nine eleven. Flint, Michigan. Moore. Last name. Oh, Moore. Roger Moore. Roger Michael Moore. Moore. You can, Michael Moore, Michael yeah, Moore. I don't see why you couldn't. Get, I don't see why you couldn't get him to 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 direct. He's a he's an Academy Award winning documentary director, you know. I'd rather he didn't. <laughs> He'd just rather you would just rather Michael not be that close to your balls, right? <laughs> you know, I've read his book. Uh, what was it? Grumpy old white men, dirty old white men, whatever. That boy. You talk. You talk about a writer. A 12-year-old could have written that book. It's awesome. <laughs> but he's a published author. He is a he's a writer. Well, I know, and he's and he's quite wealthy, and he really shouldn't be if <laughs> money is based on talent. Because <laughs> whew. money is not money is not based on talent. We've seen that. Oh, I know it's not. Quite often, you know, Snooky is a best-selling author. So. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And so Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Courtney Kardashian, Nicole Richie, Jenny, If Anne Frank were alive today, she wouldn't even show show up as a blip on the bestseller radar. No, 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 no. Oh, we don't want to hear those stories. No, we want the fluff. We want the fluff, the innuendo, the We want to be titillated. Yes. Yeah. So what would you write, Matt, if you uh if you were gonna sit down and write a book? If I I would write about my life. I think it's kinda interesting. Mhm. There you go. As you know, I'm a minimalist, and that's my answer. No, I would sit down and write about how I I knew I shouldn't have gotten married to begin with, and yet I did. And then I, then I had a kid who turns out he, yeah, well, he just hangs out with me because he can, and I'm still not divorced after almost 27 years. And lived with a woman for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're basically you're saying yeah. that you would write a book that would be a warning to other men out there, right? Yeah. If it, if you know in your gut you shouldn't get married, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously that the foreword is, would be written by Stubby Stonehenge. 
Uh-huh. I knew it, and I went ahead and did it. And, um, uh-huh. oh, my oh. God. It's a terrible feeling, isn't it? Knowing you shouldn't do something. Yeah, I mean, you, just, I, you can't stop yourself. I'm not a stupid man. I'm pretty smart. And yet, <laughs> when it comes... When it comes to matters of heart and love, people just, uh, yeah, they turn to goo and lose their IQ. And sex. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think <clears throat> that is my one and only regret in life. And that's yeah. what I would write about. Have nothing but regret. <laughs> Is that what you would write about? I don't even know what I would write about. To be honest with you, it would be difficult because you could make you know, it sound it, like a book out of the Bible, Jay. Man, you could book. You could put the Book of Regrets by Jay. Book, <laughs> it could be. It could be a little. Uh, it have to be. You know, and you could humor. market it as. You could market it as the Coptic book never found until today. Yeah, I could. I could. That's not a bad uh, idea there, Matt. You are a marketing yeah. genius, of course. Well, yeah, I'm a guru. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, something that would have to be something uh, rather humorous because, you know, you can, you can be a lot more uh, – uh, full of uh, self-loathing and hatred uh, if it's humorous than you can if you're just trying to be serious. Well, it covers you a didn't lot finish of. your one sentence, though. You can be full of hatred towards others if it's humorous. Because I'm just being funny, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> not that I do that. No. No, not at all. Jesse Ferg says he's working on I wrote on... this, and I was just making a joke. Come on, people. Jesse Ferg says he's working on the uh, third book, My Encyclopedia of Hookers. He's got that going for really? him. Really? Yeah. If it's a current book, I'd like to read it. <laughs> and uh, he has two books that weren't published, The Night I Went Crazy and... Uh, that one time I piddled my pants. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, that little piddling thing, <laughs> it irritated me so much. We could do the whole entire piddle show. I know. Talk about tell how you what, it, people are. It, it wasn't even my timeline. I'm not even the one who posted the the initial update status update, and I, it's hung with me for eight days now. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, uh, it would be difficult. You know, I, trying to decide between, you know, fiction or nonfiction, it, you, know, it, you know, if it's nonfiction, you really have to really research and be factually correct, unless you're, you know, Rush yeah. Limbaugh or Bill O'Reilly or something like that. So if it's fiction, you know, you can just, uh, you know, you could just write whatever and then say, dude, it's fiction. It says so right yeah. there on the book. Yeah. Well, 
Now, there you go. Scarlett just said that she's working on illustrating the children's book that she wrote for her children when they were little. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. That's there you nice. go. That's the kind of thing. That's very good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I would have to you get somebody funny? to illustrate. You mentioned, you mentioned fiction and nonfiction. I prefer to read nonfiction. But I mm-hmm. prefer to write fiction. What's up with that? I don't know. No. Ah. Hmm. Maybe because it's it's easier. You don't have to do that much research. Well, and just like uh, we may, well, I'll tell you what. You know, the number one rule of writing is to be yourself. Ooh, is it? Damn. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. like the number one thing? Be yourself. All the little self-help writing books. Well, Paul Pyatt has something to say about that, J-Man. <clears throat> I bet he did. Oh, boy. And you know Paul Pyatt. Uh-huh. He's, he can be ornery. Especially when I can find him. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings. Paul Pyatt here once again with tips on how to become a better writer. Since the time of the Sumerians, the origins of the written word, indeed, throughout a myriad of centuries, the faceless and shapeless rulers of the realm of writing insist that in order to become a good writer, one must be yourself. My friends, I urge you to eschew this advice. No writer worth his or weight in pencil shavings will follow this inane and arcane dogma of be yourself. Why, you ask? Can one write a light-hearted romance novel involving Genghis Khan and the Mongolian slave girl by being oneself? No. Can one truly bring to life the pain and heartache felt by Catherine of Russia when her lover of equine persuasion crushed her naughty bits by being oneself? Of course not. Is it even remotely possible to describe to a reader the moistness and salinity of the sweat on G. Gordon Liddy's upper lip during the Watergate break-in by being oneself? The magic eight ball of writing says, not in this lifetime. You see, my friends, In order to become a writer who commands respect and awe from both the reader and writing gods, is the writer who becomes anyone other than him or herself. The only time it is acceptable to be oneself when writing is when the writer is pinning his or her autobiography. And that, too, comes with a caveat. If one has led a boring, bland, and uneventful life, then one should still refrain from being oneself and write the autobiography in the form of another person. I shall visit you once more this evening, but until then, as I travel the road less traveled, bye-bye. Vous écoutez, je suis avec 
Stupide. Sole Network. BTR. Eh? Mm-hmm. Hey. There you go. Yeah. See, Don't be my biggest, Right. My biggest problem with, you know, being myself when I write is I want people to like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if somebody's an That's asshole? crazy talk. Huh? <laughs> yeah, what if somebody's just an asshole like Fred Easton Ellis? He's himself when he writes, and the people are like, they read the book, and they go, well... The book was okay, but the guy who wrote it is an asshole. I don't like him at all. <laughs> See? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I found some other uh, tips out here on the yeah. Internet from yeah. great writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elmore Leonard says, try to leave out the part that readers tend to skip. <laughs> and I do believe he was being serious. <laughs> I do believe he may have been talking to you. Hmm. Uh, oh, oh, well, interesting. You and Schmoop are going to team up on me this week, are you? Little no, tag team. no, no, no. Oh, a little cheap shot there, but we'll move on. No, I was just, I was just Ooh, thinking of the. Uh, there will be payback for that <laughs> I was just thinking of the um, Facebook post I mentioned the other night when we were talking about writing and trying to get gather some feelings of the masses when I said mm-hmm. uh, who is your favorite song songwriter of your life and you mentioned Cole Porter <laughs> well see no, obviously, he was talking and, and to you, you then, man. You said, oh, I didn't see part. that. Your, right. your lifetime. Right. I skimmed over that part that you wrote. <laughs> so actually, Delmore Leonard was talking to you there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't deny that Cole Porter was a hell of a songwriter. Uh, no. Well, okay, then. And then, of course, I came back with Paul Simon, so I redeemed myself. No, you actually came up with something funnier in between. <laughs> you said popular music or Broadway music. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't know. I'm trying to narrow it down. You weren't specific. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're very thorough. Yeah, well, I don't, well, you know. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to upset you. <laughs> you even have the studio audience laughing tonight, Jay Man. <laughs> and evidently, she hates both you and I. But that's okay. But as long as she's laughing, I don't really care if you like me or not. But if you laugh at me, then it's okay. That's all that matters. We're that's right. No, not laughing at uh-huh. me necessarily. You know what I mean. I mean. No, I don't even way. mind that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Ernest Hemingway says that prose is architecture, not interior decoration. Oh, God. That's uh-huh. also the longest sentence he ever wrote. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he used a multi-syllabic word in it, too. That's pretty <laughs> He used the word yeah. architecture. Yeah. And uh, once again, Matt, I bring uh, bring up Oscar Wilde again. 
not only oh. because of your love for him, but because you will definitely identify with this. A poet can survive everything but a misprint. Ooh, I mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah. Oh, very nice. There you See, go. I love him even more. Yep. But the man who has the real writing advice for everyone out there is the Reverend Moneymaker. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, uh, he wants to remind us that we have certain obligations when we write. And uh, take it away, Reverend. Hello again, friends. Reverend Moneymaker here for Better Know Your Bible on IWS Radio. The subject of the week is writing. This is one of my favorite subjects because, like all men of God, I too am a writer. I write letters to members of my congregation all the time. I also write about my spiritual life. And sometimes, I submit essays to different Christian publications. I'm also an avid reader, as I know many of you are. And I know you're probably wondering, does he read anything other than the Bible and the Left Behind series? (laughs) Of course I do. I do love those, but I love other books, too. You might be surprised to know that I even read the Harry Potter series. It's important to read books like that to know what evil people are up to. And it's especially good to read them when good defeats evil. Oh, I'm sorry, I guess I should have said spoiler alert before I did that. My bad, as the kids would say. A lot of people ask me what I would recommend that they read. Well... As for all things in life, let's see what the Bible says. In Revelation 1.19 we find, Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. Well now, isn't that interesting? Obviously, God wants us to read and write about history. And that's good. Mostly, he wants us to read about God's history, which is very good. But, I will say to you that fiction is okay too. Remember, much of the Bible is fiction. Now, now, don't get your knickers all in a knot here. I'm not saying the Bible is all made up. I'm simply pointing out that there are many fictional stories told in the Bible and they are used to illustrate what God is saying to us. Fictional stories used in that way to educate people about the word of God is certainly not only okay, but it's a great idea. You should always write about the truth. The truth about God the truth about righteousness, the truth about love, even the truth about sex. Oh yes, you can write about sex as long as you are doing so to warn people of the evils of sex 
outside of marriage, or homosexual sex, or sex just for pleasure. But when you write about these more sensitive subjects, it is very important that the Bible has warned us to keep things decent. Ephesians 5.4 Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Do not write about sex or relationships in a crude or offensive manner. Do not read books that simply talk about these things in that same crude or offensive manner. Don't read them that are if they are there just to titillate. There's no place for in, indecent words or indecent descriptions in literature. Do not attempt to gain readers simply because you have written about illicit activities. You don't want to tempt your readers to engage in those activities. You wouldn't want that on your conscience. I want to thank Matt Man and Jay Man and IWS Radio for giving me this platform with which to reach out to their vast and diverse worldwide audience and spread the good word. This has been Reverend Moneymaker. God bless. Hi, this is Jesse Ferg, and when I'm not yelling penis in a crowded church, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid. Was that over the line? No, I didn't think so. Yeah, Jesse Ferg. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> All right. Hey, we got more breaking news, Matt, man. Uh-oh, oh more breaking news. IWS Radio has confirmed via CNN that CNN and Piers Morgan are parting ways. Oh. Devastated. Devastated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to miss Piers. Piers. So much. I know. Huntley, Brinkley, Brokaw, Piers. Piers. <laughs> They're all gone by the wayside. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. a shame. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, there's... Uh, the funny thing The right? funny thing is, Jay, Sean Hannity and the right will take credit for that. Oh, of course they will. Yeah, well, you know what happened. Obviously, he would have... Uh, he would have been just fine if he had started all that gun control stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, Reverend Moneymaker there, folks. I wanted to uh, wants to remind you guys when you're uh, when you're reading stuff, and if you're writing, you don't want to write things that will make people want to. <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. So how do you, when you, when you write, Matt, what's the process? What do you do other than pacing? 
I mean, do you? Well, you know, I get turn home everything and, off. Oh God, yes. Oh my God, uh, we're having a little difficulty here in the bagwine digs of late. Yeah, I like the TV oh. off. It's sometimes it's on. I like to pay, <laughs> sip on a steel, and then. <clears throat> to my mind and usually J-Man usually it goes like BAM <laughs> and it hits me <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like that <laughs> but sometimes someone is watching Big Bang Theory and I can't concentrate <laughs> <laughs> really yeah and mainly because Kaylee Cuoco is on my TV. Yeah, she does make it difficult to concentrate. Oh, and of course, because Schmoop's on the couch laying there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mainly it's Kaylee Cuoco on the TV. Yeah, but but when but when it hits you, she's oh. Exactly. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, Jesse Ferg yeah, says no, to bring back Larry it. King. <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right. Los What's Angeles, that? hello. Jesse Ferg <laughs> says bring back Larry King. Oh, God, why? Yeah. Oh, why? But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should turn everything off, but I don't. Uh, some people, you know, you some never, people put you on don't the old head. turn everything off during the radio show. No, well, not always. Sometimes <laughs> I do, if, you know, but. Do you really? Uh, yeah, but, you know, no, normally I don't turn everything off. But, yeah, whatever. Sometimes I'll we'll say, should. Jay, Jay, and you'll say, and Arkansas for the dunk. <laughs> well, yeah, that's different. Well, now, if Arkansas is playing, you cannot expect me to turn it off. That's come on, come on. I turn it. I turn everything off when Ohio State's playing. Yeah, well, that's true. You do. You do. See, <laughs> you're a stronger man than I am. <laughs> but uh, usually, I've got you know, I got the TV on. But I do the same thing you do. I, I scroll around online, start looking for uh, stories, things that are happening, and I usually can't find anything that I like. Or it's the same thing over and over and over. It's fake outrage yeah, that's, here. That's 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 one of the biggest problems. The same thing, yep. or at least the same theme. It may not be the same thing, but uh, you're bitching yeah. about this today. It's, eh. Yeah, and, and, and it, it, it doesn't even to... matter. Well, I was going to say it Go doesn't ahead. even matter. It's, it, politics, sports. Pop culture, movies, TV, whatever—it's—it's kind of—it's the same theme. It's the same fake outrage. It's the same mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, it's you know, it's the same people. You know, same arguing over. You know, oh, and it's the same. You know, you don't like what I like. That's not fair. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> you don't well, agree with like me one hundred percent. It hurts. Yeah, like in Schmoop. Um, Oddly enough, and on a serious note, when 
Schmoop was making fun of me about the North Korea report. Who didn't mm-hmm. know that was going on? <laughs> ah, well, that <laughs> eh, gives me something to write about because it came up in the news again. Right. <laughs> yeah, the story about the uh, conditions and North Korean prisons. Uh, I noticed that uh, Dennis Rodman didn't comment on that, did he? Well, no, Dennis Rodman. Uh, I'd like to see him become a writer. That'd be great. <laughs> I bet. I bet he has written a book. He probably has. My Purple Hair by Dennis Rodman. <laughs> My 137 okay, Um, You know, Paul Pyatt was not big on being yourself as a writer, but he does have a mm-hmm. couple more tips for mm-hmm. people. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you some tips on how to become a better writer. Number one, write about what moves you. For instance, perhaps you've just picked a fresh, vine-ripened tomato from your garden with which to adorn the crisp salad which you will be making for your lunch. And then... You accidentally drop the rosy fruit, and the tomato bruises. It is at that moment you must peel back the layers of your emotions, as you would peel the skin from an onion, and write about your tomato. Tip number two. If you desire your literary stylings to be read in a manner that is simultaneously quixotic and obsequious, Generously pepper your writing with intellectually sounding words, be they in context or not. Your readers will appreciate the maudlin euphoria of lachrymose they experience when you do so. Tertiarily, my friends, always remember, writing in the manner that one speaks is fine, but never should one speak as one talks. I will be back later with a tip or two more. But until then, as I travel the road less traveled, bye-bye. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Mm-hmm. That was pretty <laughs> deep. Boy got a- well, yeah. Yeah. Got, got a vocabulary on him, doesn't he? <laughs> He's a wordsmith. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to send a shout-out to uh, Jeremy James in the chat room. Came wandering in at some point. Must have missed him. Welcome. Uh-huh. Glad you're here. Yeah. 
Sometimes you can make it. Those phone lines are still open. The last 15 minutes or so. Sad 661 Yeah, sad 661-244-9852. When, uh, when you proofread, when you edit, you know, when you're sober... <laughs> How do you uh, how do you how do you edit? What what's your uh, what's the process of that? Read through it. My first, I read through it, and I look at. Well, you know, J Man, I'm a minimalist. Mm-hmm. Not like Hemingway. I mean, he was. <laughs> God, I like to get the word count down, especially because you know what you and I write on a blog and you know the attention span of people <laughs> a little yeah yeah i like yeah, to people's keep... attention span it's a little a little short yeah i like to i i'd like to get down to the barest bones word number of words i can get without losing right. meaning right well, you know, that's what George Carlin used to do. George Carlin would, uh, he would write it, and then he would go through and he would start marking out stuff that he doesn't think needs to be, doesn't think needs to be in there, and he would make it as concise as possible and use as few words as necessary. Yep. That's why he liked it. And he was brilliant at it. That's the way I like it. Just paring yep. it down, just paring it down. I, on the other hand, <laughs> no, you can't well, contain you know, yourself, can you? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do the same thing. We've we've talked about that before about trying to keep it down. You know, six hundred words, something like that, five hundred words. Sometimes, and you know, you. Yep. But sometimes you're just rolling right along, and you, you you know you just you're you know it's flowing. Your fingers are just just going crazy and you just you know you can't well, and sometimes you can't you gotta, you go with it once in a while the sub the subject matter you can't control it right it has it has to be dealt in eight to nine hundred words but yeah. and so and you know sometimes you have to go back and you have to put the uh the clickbait in <laughs> you have to uh <laughs> you have to put the the words and the you know the subjects that uh that you can put into the, uh, the the labels and the search mm-hmm. labels and stuff like that, so that uh, you can you can draw a few uh, extra people from around the world wide web. When, and when writing on a website, the pictures that you use for your post have to be labeled just right. Right, <clears throat> not as helpful as it used to be, because Google changed no. the way they did thanks, that. Thanks, Google. Yeah. yeah, thanks a lot, assholes. But. Um, you know, every once in a while, just for the hell of it, just uh, get in there and write about how delusional University of Kentucky basketball fans are and uh, post that to stumble upon and just watch it go wild. <laughs> hits, or Phil hits, Diller. And more hits. Or Phil Diller. Yeah. Phil Diller has people. some staying power, Jay, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> He's getting like 20 hits a week or a day. <laughs> yeah, people like him. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, 
stand-up comics, uh, most of them are really great writers. Some of them don't write their act. They just kind of get up there and wing it. But uh, most of them are are very, very good writers. uh, Yeah, and Phil Diller's one of them. And Phil Diller is obviously one of them. Who knew? (laughs) It's nice to see a late bloom. I I like that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And that Scarlet in the chat room said she's hot. I think that was Kaylee Cuoco that she was referring to. Oh. I would think. Maybe Kaylee Cuoco. Scarlet. It's kind of hot. Yeah. Scarlet's pretty hot herself. I bet, I bet you could get Kaylee Cuoco to uh, to direct your documentary about Matt, Matt's balls. <laughs> you think so? Boy, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Boy, they'd be <laughs> hiding then, wouldn't they? They'd be all embarrassed and ashamed and hiding. Very hey, man, I'm 49. They wouldn't be ashamed and hiding. <laughs> oh, really? Mine would be. Yeah. So really what we do on the blog is much more like, say, uh, you know, David Brooks, only far less pretentious. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> David Brooks. Oh, God. Oh, I know. I hate that man so much. I, I hate him so much that compared to... Uh, Compared to him, I like Tom Friedman. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know how to feel about that. Well, how, what are you going to do? You have to choose. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, like you got to choose O'Reilly or, or Hannity. Nah. you gotta, you got to choose either either Rachel or uh, what's his name? Let's get or to Ed work. Schultz. Yeah, that's going to work. Ed Schultz, oh my God. And, you know, look, I mean, you know, they they do a good job at what they do. They're our colleagues in the uh, radio business, and, you know, we respect (laughs) that. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I was thinking that if if somebody wrote – a TV show, especially mm-hmm. for cable, and it was actually a show about good, decent people who are happy, it would be mm-hmm. groundbreaking right now. Because <laughs> every show that everybody's coming out with is so dark. And, oh, look at the danger and the anger and the and the, <laughs> the just terrible, terrible things happening to everybody all the time. Well, if they did that today, it would be called either Apple's Way or the Waltons. <laughs> well, there you go. Nothing wrong with the Waltons. That was quality entertainment. Everything old is new again. Uh-huh. But instead, it's all going to be, you know, these horribly flawed characters like Don Draper. So complex. He smokes cigarettes and bangs ladies. What's complex about that? No, he's deep. He's 
He's not really Don Draper, though. He's assumed an identity. He's not authentic. He's not real. Hmm. Or it's got to be about a... Well, you know who? Go ahead. Who? You know who's real. It's Paul Pyatt. Well, hell yeah. He keeps it real. He's got one last bit of advice for everyone who wants to Let's become a writer. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings. Paul Pyatt here once again with tips on how to become a better writer. My last tip of this warm and enchanting evening is but a simple one. And my dear friends, it comes with an apology of sorts. With most heartfelt and collegial apologies to Ernest Hemingway who once uttered the famous and timeless writing advice, write drunk, edit sober, I offer unto you some words of guidance that may be a bit more helpful to you, and those words are as follows. Drink to sober up and edit while writing. And for now, as I travel the road, let's try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ernest is dead. <clears throat> Paul lives. Uh huh. How is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Life's not fair today. <laughs> well, you know, I tell you, they always tell you, you know, whenever you're writing, you know, you just write it. You don't. Don't stop and go back and fix things. Don't go back and edit. Just write it all through. But I have a tough time with that. Uh, if I see the little, if I see that little red line, I have to stop and go back and see what the hell that's about. <laughs> I'll tell you what. what back on my old website on Bagwine Ruminations, mm-hmm. I used to do every Friday Stream of Consciousness Friday. When I'd go back and read it, even though it was Stream of Consciousness. <laughs> right? I've done the same thing. Okay, this is stream of consciousness in complete sentences. Okay? Is that all right? <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and throw a little punctuation in here. <laughs> maybe I, maybe that's how I talk to myself, okay? <laughs> the problem with that, people? Yeah. <clears throat> And, of course, while we're talking about writers and and great writers, or allegedly great writers, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great opportunity for me to bring up that that, uh, Salmon Rushdie has still got me blocked on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah, he can survive a fatwa, but he can't handle... He can't handle the J-Man. He can't handle me. I was too much for him. <laughs> well, he saw what he you did, did to uh, foryouflowers.com. Yeah. Well, no, that was what you did to him on the blog. I just tweeted that. Well, yeah. But, yeah. It was what well, IWS no, I, did. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't he, uh, me. It was, it was the name IWS. It was the team. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I guess you know, he probably doesn't even have. Uh... 
an international radio star, internet radio star, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were afraid. We were going to shine the, the light of truth on them. I know. We weren't ready for that. Yeah, I assume that uh, that Simon Rushdie probably hasn't blocked uh, President Rubini, but he's blocked me. So <laughs> you are a terrorist, Amen. I guess so. I guess a terrorist so. who leaves his ice scraper out in the car during the middle of January. <laughs> uh, right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Who wonders about? What those people outside his window are laughing at every night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm too much for Simon Rusty to handle. <laughs> I took him apart, Matt. I hit him right where it hurts. <laughs> you, de- you deconstructed him. I burned him to the ground. Brought him to his knees. Uh-huh. And uh, we're about out of time here. Yes. Oh, so goodness. We wanna, yeah, so we want to say bye to everybody in the chat room, all the wonderful people mm-hmm. there, and uh, Jeremy and Jesse and Scarlett. Scarlett, how are you doing? And our very good friend, Miss Jamie, up there in Canada. Where it's going to be super cold this week. And uh, I guess we can crank up the music and then we can say goodbye. Let's do so right now.
show, even though we both really kind of hate him. Yeah. Dick go in. It's an, Dick feel good. <laughs> but it's kind of a an admiring hate. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> All right, J-Man. Awesome All right. show. Thanks for everyone. Thanks Man, to everyone for went. listening. Jeremy, Scarlett, Sue, Jamie, Jesse, all the guests. It went fast this week. I mean, it really it went did. fast. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. All right, then. I guess that's it. All right. Hopefully I'll see you at noon next Sunday. If not, I'll see you at 8 p.m. next Sunday. Yeah, the hell with the Oscars. Listen to us instead. Damn right. All right. Okay, that's Bye. it. <laughs>